Clay Schroff, Voice of a Lion, and our special guest today, Adrian Perez, dear friend of ours, but more than that, he is absolutely a leader in our community. Um, he's with the Heritage Company, and it is just that. It is building a heritage for their employees, the community, and our state. We hope it inspires you to do what you can do in the company that you're with, the community you're in, and here's just a sneak peek of how they are making a difference for so many people here in New Mexico. Hey, Clay Schroff and Michelle Schroff here, and we have a phenomenal friend of our family, but we're not bringing him on because he's a friend. It's because he truly is a lion in our community, New Mexico, and truly around the United States. Adrian Perez, and he is the son of some of my favorite people in the whole world. Mine too. So, uh, Adrian, so happy to have you on the show today. Well, I am absolutely blessed to be here. It's so cool to see you guys, and uh, it's going to be cool. I'm excited about what today has in store. So Now, you belong to the Heritage... So it's called the Heritage Companies. We have nine different companies that the company owns, and uh, I'm fortunate enough to uh, oversee five of them. So, yeah, it's a... It's been a company that started here in New Mexico and uh, locally grown and operated here, um, privately held by a great group of New Mexicans. And so I've been blessed to be part of it for uh, 27 years. No, it's been amazing. Wow. So when you were like five. I was like, yeah, five years when old. You, when there you took over. child labor laws back then. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> now, you started off as a police officer. I did. I did. Law enforcement was my first... Uh, career choice out of wow. college. I wanted to be an FBI agent. So at the time you had to have some law enforcement background and uh, the easiest place to jump in was corrections. So I, I did that. And, uh, and then that led me into a career um, really in forensics. It was uh, the identification unit. So we did fingerprinting and crime scene mm -hmm. stuff for Albuquerque Police Department, Bernalillo County Sheriff's Department, and so CSI State Police. Yeah, we were like the first uh, cool CSI. That's guys. what I was gonna, before CSI was cool. <laughs> That's right, except we had a van, so we weren't that. Oh cool. yeah, no, vans oh, could well. be cool. Well, not bad. John Travolta got a van in that movie, oh, and it was all true. cool. I think people would run from us in our scary, <laughs> our scary forensic van, but uh, it was great experience. You know, even today I draw on that experience. I think, you know, the law enforcement community is such an amazing group of people and um, what they do every day is to keep our community safe yeah. is a blessing and I've learned more of my leadership really things that I learned you know to manage people I mm -hmm. learned in that in that career field so um, it was just an honor to be part of that group of people and uh, I still count many of them close friends mm. you know we we started with a friendship we, we know your kids really well and your son is slept in my house after being soaked by sprinklers. Um, in the middle it's, of the it's, night. It's a long story, yeah. but you know, the really cool thing and is... And they still is, like us. And they still love us. <laughs> um, but through that relationship, we have our nonprofit and how we found out how the heritage um, companies actually pour back into our communities is that you have allowed us to do proms at Hotel Albuquerque. Yeah. And what we do there is we invite at-risk kids in our community to come and enjoy prom because they probably wouldn't otherwise be able to if they were recently incarcerated or in foster care. And when they've moved around so much, it, they don't feel really connected to the community to even go to prom. So we invited a bunch of girls and over 200 showed up the first year. And you guys still sponsored us the next year and the next. And we've done it three or four years. Yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Three, we have 300 
kids all yeah. dancing on one dance floor. From um, all over the state. Yeah. Anywhere from homeless kids to... Homeschooled kids. Homeschooled kids. <laughs> right? Or the kids that go to public school, they just want to go to the best prom That's in right. Albuquerque. But but I all that to be said with just the generosity of the heritage companies. Um, not only do you pour in... You know, I, I got to be honest, right? If you want to stay in a hotel, right? You go to the Heritage Hotels because right. they're all culturally the best. Yeah. Uh, and also they have the best food too. Sorry. And the best food. Yeah, Chaco. Mm. <laughs> but all of that to be said that you guys are doing a lot for New Mexico. I mean, you guys pride yourself in taking care of the community that takes care of you. Yeah, and they really pour into the youth, not just with Zoe, but you guys are doing a mentorship program I just found out about. Hello. Well, yeah, you know, I think, you know, being um, the largest employer in the state of New Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, privately held employer, you know, we, we not only feel like it's our obligation, but we really feel like it's our calling to make this a better place. You know, the first company that we worked for had hotels all over the state, um, all over the country. Actually, we had 61 hotels all over the United States with a company called American Property Management Corporation that actually started here mm -hmm. in New Mexico, which is where I started. Um, but as we traveled throughout the United States, we realized that great things were happening all over the country and not so much happening in our mm -hmm. own state. And so we made the decision in 2000 to sell that company and move to New Mexico and really build something special here for our community. Our community deserves it. You know, yeah. things like Hotel Chaco that you mentioned, things mm -hmm. like Sawmill Market. Yeah. You know, those are things that our community has longed for for a long time not just from a job standpoint, right. because our kids need good jobs to work at and great places to work at, but people like yourself and, and our community need a fun place to go mm -hmm. that we're proud of, that we can yeah. take people from out of town to visit and, uh, and be able to tell them why we fell in love with New Mexico. Yeah. And uh, so really, really, that's our mission, you know, with the mentor and mentee program, you know, it's about taking young kids that are in the hospitality and tourism industry and really showing them a path to success. Sometimes that looks like staying in the industry, and other times it looks like starting their own business. We've had so many of our young people over the years decide to start businesses, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit mm -hmm. about those. I'll give you some examples. Um, but one of the most rewarding things for me is to see somebody who starts as a bellman with us and then ends up as one of the company leaders, and wow. there's so many stories like that in our organization. So um, it makes me really proud to be part of that, and. Uh, proud to be part of things, you know, like your prom that you talked about, you know, for my kids, unfortunately, they were, they were raised a little spoiled, probably a lot like yours. <laughs> and uh, what was neat to see them, you know, the proms that they most talk about still today mm -hmm. is the proms that they got to intermingle with kids that weren't as blessed as them. That's right. And, you know, when I saw that, you know, as an effect on my children, um, I knew that I would be a lifelong supporter of yeah. what you guys are doing, because mm -hmm. I think there's an opportunity for us um, for those of us who are fortunate and blessed like we all are to have the things that we've been blessed with, mm -hmm. um, to show our kids maybe a side of the way we grew up. Yeah. Um, because I definitely didn't grow up uh, the way that my kids have yeah. been blessed to grow up. So, you know, it's neat for them to be able to experience what a kid deals with when they're homeless yeah. or what a kid deals with when they have challenges because they don't see that in their everyday life. So I just have to thank you guys because that is a, an amazing um you know, ministry that you have and really, I think has blessed not only the kids that need the help, yeah. but the kids that really don't need the help, it's blessed them almost just as much. Mm, I so agree. I really appreciate, you know, your efforts there. And I would just say anyone who's listening to this, figure out a way to get involved because um, 
whether your kids need the help or they don't, yeah. they will be blessed yeah. uh, truly if they, if they get involved. Well, in New Mexico is such a bad rap, you know, we're, we're dead last in anything having to do with children. So when you hear, um, that they that you guys are making dreams happen when kids are coming into the industry or are just even struggling, you guys aren't going, Oh, I don't know. Bellman, how many do we have? You guys are really looking at one day them running the company. And that for me is, um, what dreams are made of because it's easy to say, Oh, we'll just invite the kid to come in and they can throw out the trash. But to, to say, we're going to set this kid up for the rest of his life. And for us, and no, at least for me, that speaks volumes because that's what someone did for me. You know, they invested in my future, even though I didn't think I had a future. So kudos to what you guys are doing. Please don't stop because, and you guys have multiple things, not just the mentorship. You guys are, are pouring into just the culture of New Mexico because that can get lost. And, um, I mean, movie industry coming in now and, you know, we're really looking at, um, just even our native communities, um, just dying off. And we so badly want that to, to live on. And you guys are doing part, have a partnership with Chimayo, is that correct? We do. So uh, there's, a, there's a little village in northern New Mexico called Chimayo mm -hmm. that uh, most people know it for the Santuario. And mm -hmm. New Mexicans will know it during Easter because people do the pilgrimage right. from, uh, from really all over the state to, uh, to the village of Chimayo. Well, that, that community has such a rich history. Most people don't know the history of, of the village of Chimayo, but it is known for its weavers. Mm -hmm. um, combination between native and Spaniards. Um, weaving on these beautiful looms that mm -hmm. are two or 300 years old. When we got to visit the community, we were just blown away. Some of the cool things they're known for is they believe they invented the lowrider. So well, come on. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> the village of Chimayo has some really, really cool lowriders. Which As, is funny because it, they're like in the mountains. That's right. <laughs> it, you'd go up there and you're going to see cars that... Uh, there's a picture of uh, on our website of, of this gentleman who's got this car that's probably worth $100,000. And behind him is his house, and it's a mud hut. <laughs> and it's, it's just the most amazing thing, uh, uh, you know, because they really believe that these cars are the story of their family yeah. and their lineage and their heritage. So this program called the Los Maestros program, what it does is it takes the youth of the community and combines it with the elders of the community to teach them so language, art, music. Um, and it teaches these kids to be able to do this art form. Um, and when we first saw the program, it was running on a couple hundred dollars a year, if you can believe that. Wow. Mm. So our hotel in Santa Fe called Hotel Chimayo um, started to uh, partner with them. And for every dollar that hotel makes, we give a percentage to that cultural cause. And what's neat now, that's been over 15 years. Wow. Um, you now see the program operates on a much larger budget. <laughs> and uh, these kids are now coming out and winning things like Spanish market wow. and selling one piece of art for ten to $20,000. Mm. And so <clears throat> these kids have now been given an opportunity to have a career in the village that they love, not having to leave that village and making more money than they could ever have dreamed of because not something that we did, but right. something that their elders in their community right. gave them a gift and passed that down. And that lineage not only can make them money, yeah. but it, it gives them the story to pass on for, to the next generation. Yeah. And Legacy. I think for us, that's what's important is it's not just about preserving culture. It's about advancing culture in the state yeah. of New Mexico. So, you know, when I've known you long enough, you guys don't give handouts. You guys, you guys give hands up. Yeah. So you're reaching down and letting people come out of where they're at. And yeah. it's, 
that's just the beauty of New Mexico. And when you talk about just the whole name, the Heritage Company, Heritage in, in New Mexico, the richness of culture and the diversity, when you really shine a light and how close that is, how beautiful yeah. that New Mexico really is culturally, um, and then what you guys are doing is just cleaning it up. Yeah. I think a lot of people can't see it in the communities because it's, yeah. you know, unfortunately, drugs and poverty has taken over. When you give someone a hand, hand up, um, it really just dusts off the, the jewel itself. So yeah. awesome. That's so true. I think the story of our state is just amazing. I mean, you think about our native culture that's been here mm -hmm. thousands of years. Right. Yeah. And the Spaniards came in the 1500s, mm -hmm. which is when my family came to New Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, and then you had, you know, the Mexican population came in and there was a war between Spain and right. Mexico. And, you know, Santa Fe has been the capital city of really three nations. Mm -hmm. You know, our native nations, mm -hmm. the, you know, think places like Chaco Canyon. Um, Spain was a new territory of Spain, so it was New Spain. And then it was Mexican territory, which is why we're called New Mexico. Right. And then we didn't become a state till 1912. So when you think about it, we've we're been the last under four yeah. countries' rules mm -hmm. um, over our history. And that's a unique kind of you know, situation. There's not many places in the United States that have that kind of history. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why our food is so good. And that's right. We, we have, have that culture. We have food. the best food. Yeah. Well, and Clay, Clay nor I are from New Mexico. We're transplants. So we came in the 90s, <laughs> not the 1500s, <laughs> well, but we fell native. in love. Yeah. Yes. And we did. And, and I, when folks ask me, where are you from? I'm like, oh, New Mexico. Oh, wait, no, actually I'm not. But this is home for us. We, mm -hmm. we love the culture. And anytime we look at, hey, maybe let's move and we'll go venture off a bit. And we're like, no. And I, we, I, and I, we just mentioned the other day, I was like, I love Hawaii so much. And I think it's because of that native influence that they have. It's so similar to New Mexico. So I agree with you. We are in love with the food <laughs> and the people. So kind, so friendly. We have neighbors that are native. And we're like, we learn so much. We're talking over the fence. Okay, okay, talk to us about this. Talk to us about that. <laughs> we're educated. <laughs> it's awesome. It is. Hey, name another project that you guys are doing. You guys have so many. There's no way for us to touch on all of them. Yeah, so, you know, the companies I oversee, that's probably the easiest way to deal with it is, you know, Heritage Hotels, which is 13 hotels across the state. We have uh, the largest central laundry plant in the Southwest called Blue Water Linen. That's another company. Uh, that I'm lucky enough to oversee. And we do linen production for mm. all a lot of the hotels in the state of New Mexico. Um, we have something called Spurline Supply Company, which oh, yeah. is our retail division. Um, sells high-end, um, I'll call them nonies, mm. for uh, everything from T-shirts to pottery. Mm -hmm. um, we have something called the Heritage Restaurant Group, which oversees Sawmill Market mm -hmm. and Paxton's North and Mercantile Express and different um, restaurants throughout the state. Um, and then we, the coolest, one of the coolest companies we have is a company called Heritage Inspirations. And we do tours all over the state of New Mexico, white sands, hmm. rafting down the Rio Grande, glamping at Chaco Canyon, balloon rides, any, wait, did he just say glamping? Glamping. I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely, that is a cool company. It's overseen in, by one of our success stories, um, Angelisa Espinosa. She, uh, she was a front office manager at, at one of our beautiful properties, El Monte Sagrado mm -hmm. in Taos. And when we took over the property and bought the hotel, we, we got to meet her and we asked her, hey, what would you like to do? And she said, one day I'd love to own my own tour company celebrating wow. New Mexico. And we said, well, why don't we partner with you? Wow. And uh, we took the opportunity and we started the company, Heritage Inspirations, with her. And uh, five years later, we have bike tours that go all over Santa Fe, bike tours out of Chaco, you know, Hotel Chaco, 
rafting down the Rio Grande, like I said, balloon rides, glamping tours. It's one of the most successful tour companies in the state of New Mexico, all because we partnered with a young lady um, who had a dream. Yeah. And uh, so just so cool. That's awesome. So awesome. Yeah. So I remember going to a fundraiser at a Flamenco, Flamenco fundraiser. Yep. Yes, yep. for a school here in yep, town. That's and right. It, and it was amazing. They brought in people from Spain, and it was huge. And you had everyone was there. If if they were part of the government, they were there. And then you had us common Clay and Michelle and <laughs> the VIPs but, yeah, with our rented clothing. With our rented clothing. <laughs> But listen, w- uh, even there, the the introduction to true flamenco, yeah, th- it was a true education for me, and uh, I know that you guys have been a part of that because it's such a big part of New Mexico heritage. Yeah, that's right. We uh, back uh, about ten years ago, probably a lot of New Mexicans will remember on Gold Street, the National mm-hmm. Institute of Flamenco was there, and their building burned down. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came to us and asked us if we would help. They knew we were all about culture, and so we decided uh, to give them, as a percentage of anything Hotel Albuquerque made, um, every time that hotel made a dollar, we gave a percentage to the National Institute to rebuild. They lost everything in the fire. Mm. They lost guitars, costumes, all their dance floors, everything. They lost Mm. it all in that fire. Not only did we try to help them, but we built a Spanish tablao at Hotel Albuquerque Mm -hmm. for the National Institute to be able to perform. And then the event you're talking about is our Montezuma Ball. Mm -hmm. And they were a recipient of of the Montezuma Ball charities that year. And so, you know, over the years, um, Hotel Albuquerque has given, you know, a substantial amount of money to bring them back. Mm -hmm. But we've seen spinoffs, you know, from the National Institute. We just have a young lady, La Emmy, who uh, we sent to Spain to learn under some of the masters Mm -hmm. in Spain. Um, We flew her out there. She spent three months out there learning from some of the masters. She came back here to start her own company, That's and she's awesome. now performing at our Tablao at the Lodge of Santa Fe in Santa Fe, and her summer uh, tour has been sold out almost every night. She, wow. uh, she performs Wednesday through Sunday, um, and she's now giving back. So on Sundays, what she does is she brings in these little babies Aww. and teaches them flamenco, and people can come watch these beautiful and little tiny the babies thing ever. doing flamenco uh, because... She's not only been so successful in what she's done, but now she's taking the opportunity to give back mm. uh, to children in the state of New Mexico. And flamenco is something that's been a tradition, you know, for so many years in, in our state back to the Spaniards in the mm-hmm. 1500s. So it's something that we want to keep alive and we're excited to be able to be part of something like the National Institute and La Emmy and, uh, and some of these young kids that are now getting turned on by uh, flamenco mm-hmm. and being able to find out that it's an art form that they can express themselves with. Well, you know, what's really cool too, is that you guys, um, you guys are very successful and, and you're that way because your stuff is primo. Um, when we say date night, you know what I mean? It's, it's, there's so many different places there that we can go and because you did it right. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you're pouring back into a community that you're raising people up, that it doesn't elevate them to a place where they want to go somewhere else. What they want to do is become successful to pour in the others. And it truly is just a way that by pouring into that one person, they're able to pour into another person and that person pours in. And it really, you know, it makes you proud to be a New Mexican. It makes you proud to be local. And, you know, this podcast is listened to outside of New Mexico, but there's things, I'm, I'm originally from Montana and there's some pride that we take there. And, and I, I really want the listener to go, what can I do in my community 
that pours into one person that allows them to pour into one person. And, and truly, it's more than one in, right. in one. It's you pour into one, and they pour into 10, and they pour into 100, and, and it multiplies. But we can definitely see a difference, and that's so awesome. It is. It is. Well, I, I jokingly say it's kind of like a pyramid scheme, you know, <laughs> except it's the opposite. Of success. You, exactly. And and it really, it, it does something to you when you are able to, like you were saying with your kids and being able to meet folks and, and get to know folks that are different than we are. And once we, um, we, can, we realize, wow, we have something that we can share, it does something to our outlook on life also. And if you're going to spend money, it, I know for you and me, I'd rather spend a little bit more to someone who's pouring back into right. my community. So many of us go the cheaper route and, and it's cheaper. It's not less expensive. It's cheaper. And then your money goes out of state and it stays away and people aren't pouring in or they work somewhere because you get a, a 50 cent more mm. and instead of pouring into your own culture or your own places. And um, if you're looking for a job, I don't know. Are you guys hiring? Well, right now everybody's hiring. You know, we—I uh, was just mm. on the news last night. <laughs> Are they working though? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just on the news last night uh, on Channel Four talking about this. You know, we have about seven hundred job openings right now wow. in the company, <clears throat> and so you know, it's it's a matter of where there's so much demand in the state mm -hmm. of New Mexico right now, um, and so we're definitely looking to hire good people, whether they're from New Mexico or not. You know, that want to get into the hospitality industry. You know, we keep saying that, you know, that federal income uh, stipend is going to end hopefully September 4th. And mm -hmm. if it does, you know, we've been encouraging people to, hey, get on the train quickly. Because yeah. right now there's good hiring bonuses and incentives to stay on. Pays really, really good. So, you know, get out there, get a job quickly because, um, you know, September 4th, you'll be one of thousands trying to get jobs. That's right. Rather than one of 10 right now. So well, and more importantly, you guys are pouring into your employees. You use example after example of raising them up. I mean, you help your own employees start their own businesses and partner with them. And, and all they really need to do is excel and, and care about what you're doing, um, that you can put enough trust in them to care about what they're doing. Uh, what an opportunity, because there's so many places that that'll never be an opportunity. So it's truly just a learning experience. And I know what you're looking for. You're looking for people who care about you, um, your guests, and uh, just the integrity of the whole heritage companies. And then, you know, to get poured back into, what an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, that's what's cool about the hospitality and service industry is you don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have, a, you know, a bunch of paper on the wall to, yeah. to rise through the rank. You know, you just have to have a servant's heart. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, you know, um, the people who succeed in the hospitality industry are just people who like to be around people, right. love to make people happy. And love to not only serve our guests, but each other. Yeah. You know, we have, uh, we have an acronym in the company that we use all the time. It's SMILE. And, uh, it, you know, it really talks about not only serving our external guests, but serving our internal guests. Mm. You know, I think true leaders um, are the kind of people that, you know, look externally first as far as growing right. talent um, and not always thinking about, what this is going to do for me or what this is going to do for a company, but what is this going to do for our people? Mm. And uh, so, you know, I have seen so many of our team um, rise through the ranks in our industry that, uh, you know, all of my leadership team today, all of my vice presidents, all of our, the presidents that I oversee today um, have all been grown within the company. So wow. it's pretty neat to see. Um, it's like a family. Their success. Yeah. Absolutely. And life changing. Yeah. Yeah, it really has been. 
So let's just kind of, I'm going to rabbit trail real quick. Well, I was going to bring up passion because, you know, you brought up passion, Adrian. And I, you know, I was talking to your mom last weekend and she said her and your dad are going to be yours and Sherry's Sherpas. And I was like, what? What, what, Explain this to me. So they said that you guys are going to be hiking the North and the South Rim. So we, uh, that's right. We have a friend, I think you guys know him as well, Chris Youngblood. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. So he, uh, for his, he had a goal that uh, by his 55th birthday, mm-hmm. he wanted to travel to the Grand Canyon down to the bottom of the, of the, from rim to bottom 55 times before he's 55. Um, and so uh, we went with him a couple months ago and we went from the North Rim to the South Rim, which mm-hmm. is about 25 miles. Um, it took us 13 hours to oh cross and, uh, and, he wants us now to go from the south to the north, spend the night, and then the next morning wake up and go north to south, which will give him number 54 crossing. And wow, 55, 55 cross going back. Crossing. So um, we love him. He's a fantastic guy. Talk mm-hmm. about a guy who's passionate about uh, what he's doing. And so he um, he's asked us to go and, and go along. And so we need some Sherpas, and my parents have volunteered so to do precious. it. So we're excited because uh, the Grand Canyon's a beautiful place. And... Uh, Again, just another thing for leaders, I think you have to find ways to, you know, inspire yourself, find ways to continue to motivate yourself, find ways to continue to not just grow your your mind, but to grow your spirit, Yeah. to find ways to push yourself mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I've done 20 Ironman. I was just going to so say, you and Sherry have done like some Ironman stuff too. We've done a lot of racing. And so in 20 Ironman, and that's a 140 mile race. So, oh um, you know, I have a hard time driving. That I was far. just going to say that. <laughs> it definitely, uh, it definitely was one of the hardest things I've ever done. So, you know, you, the, at the end of the climb, it's, it's about 6,000 feet of elevation gain mm-hmm. in the last three miles of the hike. Oh. So you can imagine how steep that is. Um, that's about, if you've done the La Luz Trail, mm-hmm. La Luz is, is about that um, distance, 4,000 feet of elevation, 5,000 feet of elevation gain, In probably spread that over uh, a much greater period. I think that's 12 or 13 miles, mm-hmm. right? So imagine doing that in three miles. Compression if Clay it. would carry me in a backpack, <laughs> I would totally do it. It was definitely <laughs> uh, definitely an extreme hike, but, um, you know, something that my wife and I did together, which we love to do. We love to do adventures together. So um, I can't wait to do it again. That'll be in October. So, so yeah, we're, fun. Excited. we're excited to do it. How awesome. Hey, we're not done, but I ask every guest, um, if you could talk to the whole world, everybody, from the rich of the rich to the poor of the poor, and had something to tell them, what would you tell them? Well, you know, I, I, I'm asked that a lot. You know, um, I'm fortunate enough to do these kind of things a lot, so I have the chance to think about it, and, and I think that I say the same thing every time. You know, whether you're a leader um, of an industry, a president, or you're a dishwasher, you know, the hardest thing that we all face is, is being real. And I guess the advice I would tell people, if I wish I would have known this 20, 30 years mm-hmm. ago when I started, was that, you know, we always think that we have to be something that others expect us to be. Mm. Whether that's a facade that we're putting up, or if you've gotten promoted, you're young and you just got your first promotion, you think you have to act a certain way. Mm. You think you have to be in that mold. Mm-hmm. And you lose what really got you to where you were. Right. Um, so, you know, simply I would just say, in whatever position you're in, whether it's with your family or with your professional life, you know, find ways to, to be yourself. People will follow people who are real. And, and what I've realized in, in leading people for almost 27 years 
is that what people want is they want a real leader. They want to know that you suffer the same things they do. We all have financial issues. We all have family issues. Mm -hmm. We all have problems with our kids. We all have problems with everything that we deal with, and we're all the same. It doesn't matter your title. It doesn't matter how much money you make, whether you're rich or poor. We all deal with the same challenges. And what people want is they want that real transparent friendship. Mm -hmm. They want a real transparent leader. And I found if you share just even a second of that with people, Mm -hmm. um, it's like magnetic. They'll gravitate to you because they want somebody to understand, wow, I'm going through the same thing and I'm dealing with the same struggles. And wow, you're, you're this, you know, you're a president of a company and you deal with the same things. You have kids that do stupid things and you have this and you have that. And yes, we do. And, and I think that bond, Mm -hmm. um, that's created by real people, um, when you're able to break down those barriers and not try to pretend that you need to be something, but just be who you are, be who, who you were created to be, um, and not hide behind a title, not Mm -hmm. hide behind a facade, not hide behind a vehicle that you own or anything. It's just a matter of being transparent. Yeah. So I, I, I. I tell the young people that all the time that I get to mentor, and um, when I when I speak to other um, leaders of industry, I say the same thing because I think we're all caught in that same um, weird circle of you know you get a title, you get a promotion, and you you think you have to act a certain way, yeah. and um, it's just not true. It's mm. absolutely just not true. So um, no matter where you're at uh, in life, that's what I would say is just be transparent, be real. People yeah. will follow that. That's right. We try not to be name droppers, and uh, but but we, we go to your your places uh, that you oversee a lot, and every once in a while you we get to bring you up, and it's in, in a good way because they're they're doing such a right. good job, and it's amazing. Everyone we mention your name to goes, oh, we love him, <laughs> and and truthfully, I mean, you're their boss's boss's boss, and for them to even and we're talking know you, the service, let alone love you. <laughs> So that's, that's, that speaks a lot to you. And, and I know that uh, how a company is run is by their leadership. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I, do want, I do something that, uh, that I learned 20 years ago. Um, every single day when I leave the office, I write down a thought of the day. Mm. Um, it's just a discipline that I've done for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I think about, and I have a, a journal that I just write down the thought of the day, um, something to think about. And I wake up in the morning when I get to the office, I open it up, and I look at that thought of yesterday. Some Mm. are good, some are stupid, some are silly, some mean something. But yesterday, it was interesting. I wrote down, Adrian, be aware that words matter. Mm. Um, I had a a server who um, I walked into Sawmill Market, and uh, I walked in, and and her name was Maria, and she, Mr. Pettis, she asked me to come over, and of course, I gave her a hug, and I asked her how she was doing, and she said, Mr. Pettis, I just want you to know how grateful I am that you stop and say hi to me. She's one of our our bussers, Mm -hmm. and... uh, she said, you make me feel important. You make me feel like I matter. Mm. And uh, she said, you know, I know you're the president, but she said, I just want you to know I really appreciate you, and I, and I, I appreciate you stopping and giving me a hug and even knowing my name. Mm. And I, I left, you know, that, that interaction with, with just this feeling of, you know, we all need that. Mm-hmm. We, all, we all need, you know, just an encouragement. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just a hug that day to right. know we're going to get through the day. Um, and it doesn't matter um, what your title is. Um, you know, people want to be, want to feel that they're cared about. And so I wrote that down thinking, you know, wow, gosh, you know, just, you think that one second interaction wouldn't matter. Um, but it truly does. So, you know, take the time, stop, hit the pause button and 
maybe take five seconds out of your walk of wherever you're going yeah. just to say hello and, and tell somebody that, that they matter. Clay's it, really good at that. When If he sees a serviceman or, or a police officer, he's always thanking them. Or sometimes we'll, you know, we'll be at a restaurant and he'll just turn to someone busting the table and go, thank you so much. You're working so hard. I just wanted you to know that I noticed. And they're like, what? <laughs> that literally, huh? Are you talking to me? <laughs> So, but I noticed that that's just, you know, 27 years we've been together. Um, that's always been a practice that Clay has done. And I noticed my son, Levi, he's 14 and he does that. When we go to Target, he'll go to the checker and he doesn't just say, hi, he'll say, how's your day? And they're going, what? <laughs> this little 14 year old kid's asking me how my day is. And, and it's amazing how they'll engage with him and they'll go, you have a really neat kid. And I'm like, talk to my husband. Cause I'm just here to get in and get out. No, no. <laughs> it's so true. I've, it's seen true. Clay, I've seen Clay do it a bunch. It's true. He's even done it with me, you know, mm-hmm. just sent me a text and just said, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I want you to know I yeah. pray for you. And, and, uh, so, you know, those little things, yes, you know, those words, words matter. matter. They, do. they do. They really do. They do. Hey, what's next? You guys have a big plan that nobody else knows about. We want to be the first to release it. We're going to break this story. And, by the way, his journal, we're going to be publishing that <laughs> on our Facebook page. Just kidding. Yeah, can you imagine uh, 20-some years of thoughts right? in a day? Wow, that's, uh, that'd, be, that'd be a book someday for sure. That's right? awesome. Um, What's next? So we got some big projects really on the horizon. So the Sawmill District, which is, you know, I know you have listeners from outside of New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's an area of town that we've, we've been working on for about 15 years. Um, it took us about 10 years to acquire um, 29 acres around uh, Hotel Albuquerque and Hotel Chaco. So we've done that now. Um, the first project was the Sawmill Market. Amazing. Um, By the way, this is right outside Old Town. It yeah. is. Which is truly a visitor center. A must-see. Yeah. A must-see. It is. Yeah, it's, it's our historical, really, corridor for, yep. for Albuquerque. But the Sawmill Market is a, is a place with 32 restaurants inside of it. It's a place where you can have everything from barbecue to uh, to noodles to pizza to mm-hmm. ice cream to you know a great beer. It's it's really a cool, fun it family is. place to hang out. But it's a place where you could have you know 30 different choices under one roof. So it's kind of neat. Um, so next to that, right next to that, um, on our um, west side, we're going to be building a new hotel, um, and it will celebrate the district. So. Um, it'll be sawmill looking, so you know oh, nice. in design right now. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a really fun uh, project. And then right next to that, there's uh, some multifamily that, mm-hmm. that'll be built. Um, so about 350 multifamily units, all nice. condo kind of style. Um, so we're it's trying such to create a great this work-life play uh, area mm-hmm. there. Um, so we're excited about that. We have renovations going on at the Inn and Spot Loretto. We're going to be building a new beautiful pool with some great hot tubs and expanding our spa. Uh, so that's really exciting. You know, Virgin Galactic just took off from from Las Cruces and on great. You know, fortunately, our hotel, Hotel Encanto, mm-hmm. there is the host hotel oh, for, nice. for the Virgin astronauts. So Sir Richard and and his team stayed with us nice. when, when they were there and actually had the celebration party. Him and 800 of his closest friends oh. uh, were at Hotel Encanto celebrating his launch, and wow. which is the first commercial air flight in the in the world, which was yeah. amazing. So you're next. Uh, yeah, well, I think uh, I think I'll have to wait my turn. We're probably <laughs> at 600 in line uh, after 800. Oh, that's not uh, bad. So yes. I, they'll be having some 801. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be having some cool launches from Las Cruces 
um, which is great. And we're so honored to be the host hotel for Virgin Astronauts. So that's great. So exciting. Um, and so that's that's going really well. You know, in Albuquerque, we have some big projects at, at Hotel Chaco. We're building a new spa. So you'll have to Let's come, go. come see that. That's going to be really exciting. Our Hyatt Regency uh, opens up. We've been closed for wow. 18 months. So uh, because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. so we open up September 1st. So that's a big deal. That's a huge um, deal. We're excited about, yeah. about getting that open. Um, Nativo Lodge, we're going to be having a young Native contemporary artist paint the entire facade of the whole Nativo Lodge, the outside Amazing. of the building. So uh, again, telling the story of his family and mm-hmm. his heritage. So we're excited about how that will wow. turn out. And uh, so that's that's fun in Santa Fe. You know, the, the El Dorado just built a brand new pool deck and some beautiful spa rooms on the second floor. So you have to go see those. El Monte Sagrado has just redone its spa. And uh, so I could probably What's talk the one for in Taos hours. called? El Monte Sagrado. Okay. That's the one that I had a girls' night with, with some of my girlfriends. And it was amazing. It is so beautiful, and it, it, and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I mean, yeah, Taos. It, there's it's, it's it's such a hidden gem. It's yes. on eleven acres, which is it's so beautiful. Rare for Taos. Um, it's got a river and that runs yeah. through the middle of it, and we it's had a little jacuzzi. Beautiful. It was it felt like a little casita. It was so amazing. But what I'm hearing you say is, you know, not only you guys are investing in you know heritage and legacy, but you know even looking toward the future with space, and it's it's exciting. It's really exciting to see. You you guys involved in so much in our state, but now out of this world, yeah, it's like, it's, wow. It's really cool. I mean, and you, you mentioned earlier the film industry. Yeah. You know, the film industry has really exploded. We we, uh, we created a film office in our office tower. We own a company called Heritage Real Estate, and we own uh, office buildings all over the country. Mm-hmm. And so um, in one of our buildings in downtown Albuquerque, we created the first uh, production office. Wow. And so uh, we have... Uh, uh, we can't say who it is, but we have a, we have a vendor that's in there right now doing productions, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's really great. We because, know because they're so cool. Because <laughs> you know they're doing movies out of out of that building now, mm-hmm. which is great. And um, and so we're able to you know be part of the film industry. A lot of the actors stay at Hotel Chaco, so we're we're blessed the to best. have a lot yeah. of our folks there. So you know it's it's been great. You know I think our state Clay, you mentioned this earlier, is on a huge uptick. Um, you know, there's so much positive going on. Yeah. Unfortunately, you hear all the negative, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of good things that's happening in our state. And I think, uh, you know, we have leaders like you and, and, and others that are really pushing that agenda to mm-hmm. stay positive and really focus on the yeah. things our state can do. That's right. So uh, so a lot, lot of fun things in store for our state, I think. And we're glad to be part of a little bit of it. Yeah. What a huge deal. I know. Well, now you guys know why he's a lion in our community and truly around the world because it in should our inspire family. people. Yeah. yeah, we're so, so blessed to have just your entire crew. You know, and I say that I'll say this on the air. Your dad is the only man that's ever kissed me that I didn't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I love Clay's him. not a kisser. I've been kissing him for forty some years, so yeah. Finally. For, yeah, yeah. Ex Marine and the most gentle, kind, spirited man um, that I know. And uh but you know what? It, you can see you can see him in you. I'm I'm excited to see where the next twenty years takes your family and what you're doing in New Mexico. Yeah. And well, thank, thank you. you for all you do for us as an organization. Thank you. But more so, what you do for our community, because it's uh, you got to start. Yeah, that's right. And it has I, to start I just want to inspire everybody. Um, if do what you can do. You know, yeah. it's, if you have bread for one, you can feed two. And I. I know that what you guys are doing is as you guys profit, you pour back in. And uh, 
Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank what you. What a pleasure to have him on this show. And uh, you won't see the last of him. We're going to start a master's class and we're going to ask him back on a more professional level. And uh, how exciting. Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I truly hope you enjoyed today's guest and you found inspiration, guidance, and you want to share it. Put it on Instagram, Facebook. Tell people about us. It would mean a lot to us. You can also give us your feedback at voiceofalion.com. And if you want to help us financially, you want to get involved with our nonprofit and what we do for the communities, not only here in New Mexico, but around the world, you can go to aspenproject.org and there's tons of ways to donate and find out more of what we are doing. Thanks again for being a Voice of a Lion listener and tell everyone.